Hello and welcome to Pitch and Tent, the podcast you enter, which is a tent in which to pitch. Uh, I think we're so close there with that intro. Yeah, we're there. We're we're, we're approaching a proper tagline for the show and I can't be more excited. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah, there's like, we got to mention that it's a tent in in a pitch and it's also a podcast. podcast. Yeah. And the tent is does exist. We've discussed that. There is tent yes. law. Go back and listen if you haven't. There is law. There is um, law. Uh, but as always, uh, I'm Morgan, and I'm joined by my co-host Dom. Hi, Dom. Hello, How Morgan. Are you? I'm I'm very well, thank you. How That's are you good. doing? Yeah, good, good. Excited. It's good. For today. It's nice. The sun yes. is shining. The tent is filled with light. Yes, the tent is filled with light and hay We're fever. unfortunately not <laughs> able to visit the tent in person at the moment yet, but. Um, I have it on good authority from the 1990s era webcam we have set up in the tent <laughs> that it is filled with light. Yes, the uh, the tent is well looked after. Yeah, there would be a, a wonderful camera. ambience there if uh, <laughs> we were allowed. One day we will return to the tent, but for now yes. we are in a metaphorical tent, but there is a physical tent. Um, so today we are joined by a guest, a uh, returning guest, but uh, before... Um, I introduce them. I, I have a pre-prepared statement. So I, Suspense. Um, oh. <clears throat> so, hang on, a prepared statement? Is yeah. this a congressional hearing? What's um, going on? Before I introduce our guests, let me just say that we are strongly, we've been strongly discouraged from having them back on the show. As I'm sure oh. you're all aware, he is currently facing legal action in regards to a product he previously helped pitch on this show. We have since distanced ourselves from said product and was advised to do the same to this guest. However, I'm a big believer in second chances and our legal team has assured me that as long as we do not mention or discuss the product <clears throat> slumber, as well as any current legal proceedings, <laughs> then we should be all good. So with that in mind, I'd like to welcome back to the show, Alex. Alex, how are you? A bit stressed. This <laughs> impending legal actions really got me, uh, really got me flat there, Morgan. It's, yeah. uh, it's not good. We can't linger on it too long. But, no, uh, yeah, if there's any, If there's not. anything you'd like to get off your chest, now, now is the time before... We, we give you your second chance. Oh, you know, I just want to say, for the record, I was positively stitched up last time I was on this podcast. <laughs> I, I was I was the fall guy for a product that was faulty from the beginning, and uh, I don't think that's fair. Well, yeah. Well, clearly we we don't think it's fair either because we got you back. Thank you. No, Thank exactly. You. Yeah, I, I think the um, both the uh, civil class action and the criminal charges against you um, and... and the people suing the show directly, I think, are all deeply um, misunderstood the point of the product and mm. and and our intentions in releasing it upon the world. So, I, I am I am certain that we will prevail. Yes, in all you... three of those uh, legal actions. <laughs> As you can see, I'm coming uh, from my own tent. I've had to sell my property in order to fund my legal costs. So I'm actually in a tent right now. Interestingly, to you in your house. I mean, first of all, uh, thank you for um, helping us prove the the uh, the enforceability of our contract with all of our guests. That being that um, you give us the uh, rights to the project, but retain all of the liabilities if something yeah, goes wrong. That's right. So glad to see that that worked out well. I know there was a long and protracted legal battle between you and us over who would have to um, pay for these lawsuits. Which is which um, was interesting because our legal team actually consists of Zach and Alex who who were both involved. It is an interesting it, it was a... situation, yeah. <laughs> and I was I, playing I, hardball. Thank good. you for doing your job so diligently. <laughs> 
Um, oh dear. But, uh, yeah, but you are so, back. Yeah, this you're is the back. important thing. We're yes. moving on. Um, legal is telling me that we have already discussed it a little too much to be. Yeah. So we need to move on. Uh, would you concur with us. that other half of our legal team? I would. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex, uh, what what um, perfectly unharmful uh, consumer friendly product or treatment are you bringing to the the podcast today? Yes, exactly. So I was thinking about a product that would not cause harm. In fact, That's good. better people's lives. Fantastic. Wellness is a huge thing at the moment. Like it is. Everyone's it is. after self-improvement. Mm-hmm, this is, mm-hmm. I think you're right on the money. Let's hear it. And you know, one of the failings that we have as humans, just mm-hmm. pick out one failing that you think human beings have. Um, in Like insecurity um, and, and self-doubt. <laughs> Bigger than that. Um, a, a failing a f- of humans. Come on. A, a, a fear that you'll never be loved. No. Nah. Morgan, something uh, sometimes than I, those uh, things. When you stub your toe on, uh, on, on a door frame. No, not quite there. No. Crippling okay. self-doubt. If no, we you were already listening had to Dom, uh, you'd know that he already said that. Well, he said it differently. Inability to listen to your co-hosts. <laughs> the overconfidence and audacity to think that you could start a podcast. <laughs> No, it's bigger than all those, but thanks for playing. Uh, the the biggest thing that us humans have is that we forget things or we misremember things. Mm-hmm. Right. So now with that in your brain... I'm going to try and hold it there for so as long as possible. Please hold it. But it might be difficult <laughs> because, as you know, humans forget things. Now, it's not so much, I'm not talking about the little things like, oh, God, I forgot something on my shopping list. I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about that. I'm talking about particularly as we age, you know, you forget certain events of your life or you remember them in different ways. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure if we all shared a particular event, like our recount of the podcast where I was sued... Uh, yeah, would be very different from your recollections of it as well. Certainly, my recollections differ greatly from some of the transcripts that have been read out in open court. That's Good right. Thing yeah. That it was recorded, and we can go back and, and <laughs> relive it. But no, this this makes sense. Like I, I I read that you know memory is a fallible thing, and and you mm. know every time you remember something, you're actually sort of reliving it, and things change, and and you can never be sure if you're remembering yeah. something correctly. And memories can be influenced, like if people like right after like forcing stuff on you, like you can kind of. There was that. There was that great documentary by Christopher Nolan, uh, Inception, I think, <laughs> where uh, <laughs> they spoke about memory and being able to. It's a incept. quality documentary. So there was a word there, Dom, that you said, which I just like to pick up on. Okay. The ability to relive an mm. event. Right okay. now. Hey. Do we see where we're going? Yes, we're going to the uh, first scene of. Uh, Captain America Civil War that Tony Stark is in and he has the uh, technology where he's reliving the last time he saw his parents. A hollow deck. Well, listen, yes, I am going there, but I'm going at... It's, that's a little bit too far advanced. That's like, yeah. you know, step 55. Sure. What I'm doing here is I'm thinking about a virtual reality headset that one puts on to relive certain events. So imagine uh, you capture... Like a, a you know a family wedding that you want to relive, mm-hmm. and you would set the camera up in the center. Odd example to choose. Well, okay, I'll be well, honest. <laughs> think about another happy moment in people's lives. Um, 
Has anyone no. ever wanted to relive going to somebody else's wedding? No, okay, your wedding then, your wedding, not <laughs> not someone else's. That's a bit creepy. Okay. Uh, no, but you would create a 3D environment that would okay. recapture the events of that particular day. That's sort of like a catalogue. It's much better than a photograph because it's in three dimensions. You can walk around in the environment that it's captured in. And um, I was originally inspired not by holodeck or Civil War, but now that you mention it, it is very close to what I was thinking. (laughs) But I was watching this documentary online and it was this French filmmaker and he created a digital avatar and a digital museum of his work that is still up there and you can still visit, even though he died in, like, the early 90s. -hmm. And this sort of idea of legacy and remembering and things like that, that I thought this could be, you know, who wouldn't want to go back and look at their grandparents' wedding or, you know, some sort of event that you could see even after the person has passed. Yes, so you could visit other people's memories as well. Not only will the government have access to my data, they will have access to my (laughs) memories as well. Is that... No, 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 no. Here at Memory Inc., we will control all the data. Uh, so, yeah, so some implementation details I think we need to uh, get to. Of course. I suppose my first question is, um, obviously, whenever you reminisce about something, a lot of the times, I don't know if this is true for you guys, it's certainly true for me, there are things you'd like to change. So, am I forced to relive the memory exactly as it happened? Or this can is... I go in there and see what, what you know, sliding doors, how my life could have turned out if I just made some better choices? <laughs> I know this is a very this is a very poignant question for Alex because I know he is haunted by a lot of memories of when he was a child that he, he, he relives constantly and he wishes were different. That's right. And I wouldn't want to submit those memories to Memory Incorporated, but, you know, there would be some good memories that I would like to um, remember. But I don't know. It's interesting, the ethics of it, Dom, you know. Yeah. One's a factual situation and the other one is, you know, what you wish it would be. So I guess uh, what I would say is you could, but there would have to be some sort of disclaimer when you activate the uh, recording. Right. That this recording has been edited. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, this recording has been edited from its original format. It has been modified to fit your desires. Yes. Yeah. Is there like a, for like outside viewers, like if you'll notice the bit that is edited is, is sepia. So you know that not to take it at face value. <laughs> well, I guess you could do that. Uh, you know or how Disney like triumphs their old. Movie, so they've got a lot of, they bump up the brightness and contrast. Oh, and it feels yes. Gloomy. Everything just gets all bloomy and yeah. Mm. Well, it could very well be. You know, Disney throw up that little disclaimer at the start saying this is a product of its time, you know, not to be treated, you know, sort of thing. You could have something very similar. And, yeah, well, you're going to need that. And also, like, I know this is a very prominent Australian thing um, with uh, Indigenous and Torres Strait Islander culture. Is you're going to have to have that warning about past individuals. Yeah, that's something to consider. There's quite a lot of disclaimers you're going to need, to be honest. No, it's all part of the terms and conditions when you sign up. That's that's fine. And I mean, I mean, there's going to be a lot of. I mean, when you really start getting into the weeds of it, there's a lot of things to be figured out. Like if I remember a song or something that was playing at the wedding, are we we're going to need to get sort of licenses for the song and all of that. Like if I remember a movie 
Am I going to well, have to here's pay the thing. for the movie? Like, like there's quite a lot of in the weeds sort of if things. If I that see we need a movie to to, once but... at cinema and then I'm like, well, I instead of going back again, I think the cinema industry is going to fight this heavily. I just go back into the memory and then I'm myself watching mm. the movie again, right? Like, but like, if it's, big if it's picture, a though, memory of something, this is, really is that good. copyrighted? It's like, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if you didn't understand the movie in the way it was supposed to. So you were technically watching a different movie because it's what you thought happens, happens, but it's not what actually happens. I think, Alex, what you've stumbled into is yet another product that could get a suit. Listen, uh, <laughs> I hadn't thought through the implications, I must say. I did design a logo, which I'll show you in a second. Oh, but, um, fantastic. This is my you know. That's my favourite segment of the program, the branding. <laughs> Yes, the, bar- the part where we become the Gruen transfer is my favourite part of this episode. <laughs> well, how I envisaged it, uh, now that you've mentioned these problems, so how I'm thinking through the problem okay. in of itself, you're watching someone, it's like Gogglebox, yeah? You're watching someone watch something else. So you're in a 3D environment where you see you in the cinema chair, so, you see the okay. cinema itself. So you're not in first-person perspective. You're, no. you're an outsider watching your own life. So yes, we're talking sort of eyes. Harry Potter pensive sort of rules then. Yes. Where yes, that would you, be closer. You put on the goggles and you're in the scene and you can't really interact with it necessarily, well, but you're just watching yeah. it play out. Yeah, or you could have a feature where you could interact. So mm. say, you know, someone towards the end of their life, they could be asked a series of questions. You would create a profile of that person. You could interact with them in the headset. Right. Okay. I'm with you. Speak you speak of like towards the end of your life. I think there's a big market in here of like literally people can have their life flash before their eyes in their final moments. Well, like, literally, yes. You could do that with this technology. And I think that's, that's right. sweet. That's nice. But basically, you want to take the essence of what it means to be human and put it into an Oculus Rift. That's right. And uh, monetize it I'm for gonna, our, our game. I'm going to say two words here. And you're either okay. going to know what I'm talking about or you're not. So I'm just going to say it. San Genipero. Anyone? Anyone picking up what I'm putting down? No. Nope. So neither of you watch Black Mirror at all? No? I, 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 watch I didn't watch Black Mirror after it got shit. Okay. San Genipero is like everyone... <laughs> I think it's like very split. You either love it or you hate it. But it's like the episode of the two old people who are living in a VR and they fall in love. It's it's kind of like uh, that, but that one's not really memory-based, except for the fact that they, they're, they're, they're modern, but they're living, they've decided to go back and live in the 70s in their... Right, okay, okay. I don't know, just mm-hmm. drawing some comparisons there. Well, there was also an episode of Black Mirror from early on when it was still good as well, wasn't there? Where somebody had like a memory recording device implanted. Yes. And he could but like was relive. was that first person, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he like relived his memories in first person, yeah. Yes. And then he kind of figured out his wife was cheating on him. That's right, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that one. <laughs> well, then <laughs> that one is the reference, but I don't know what that one's called. <laughs> <laughs> it might be called rewind actually uh but yeah there is this we're getting in some to some uh black mirror territory here which is worrying but also got potential uh we know th- <laughs> the, the they, entire they, history they, of you it was called it was season one episode three ah he there looked that up for anyone I that he, up. he does he didn't just know that he's got an encyclopedia <laughs> he's got that memory <laughs> thing got... he went back <laughs> and watched it <laughs> Got an eidetic memory for the first two seasons of Black Mirror. Those are the only ones I watched. Very niche, but I love it. So, 
There's a whole angle of this that I, I've per- thought about instantly that we haven't touched on, that I don't know if you thought mm. about it. Mm. And um, I'm surprised you didn't think about it because of uh, your background, but a courtroom, right? Yes. You go through, you mm. could, re- the jury and everyone could relive the different versions of events. You have what the person thought. And then maybe like, yeah, they, they're not allowed to edit so that they're st- you match their story with what their memory and um, you, it may be like if their story lines up with their memory, but then another person's story, maybe they believe what they're saying, but it's not necessarily true. There's like this, I reckon there's a good application for um, courtrooms and in the legal perspective for this technology, personally. I'm glad you mentioned that, Morgan, because uh, I was thinking that, but I wasn't going to bring it up because I don't want to be that guy who <laughs> references law all the time. But I was thinking that. I mean, that's an interesting thing to, to think about, like, because we have this problem where you know, eyewitness testimony isn't particularly reliable. And we're already seeing this issue um, come to light with, you know, the prevalence of of phone cameras and how everyone's always recording. So now you have this source of truth. But you you get into the problem of that source of of truth only being a particular perspective and not necessarily actually being truthful to what the people involved were experiencing at that time. And so would a technology like this help us, you know, uncover all of that? Or would it potentially make that issue worse? I have a question mm. for, for Alex. So yes. um, I'm an outsider yep. living someone else's memory or I'm yep. living my own memory. Do, so I'm, I'm observing. You paid the fee. You paid the fee. I, I'm observing yep. what's going on. Do I feel what they were feeling at the time? Is that palpable to me or am I just watching their memory? I think you're watching. I think okay. you control your own feelings. I don't think we're going down that track where... Okay. I'm dictating how you should feel. Yeah. I like that. So I, I'm imagining there's a marketplace where you can upload your memories to share them with other people. And then, yeah, you, you download that memory and you can, you can live it as an observer mm. and like be there with the person. And, and, you know, I, I think any feelings that you'd have would be sort of empathetic more than anything else. Man, people who can't get over breakups are going to have a rough time. Yes, so I imagine I remember the good times. Yeah, I imagine there's some sort of lock feature as well, so that you wouldn't have. Uh, you know, I'm obsessed with this person. Let me just watch all their memories. Uh, yeah, like... I feel like this. There needs to be like a certain form of regulation and like yes, like 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 um, not to a weird comparison, but like like drugs can like should be regulated. <laughs> like, I'm gonna keep going back to like an episode of Black Mirror, but this there's the one sure. where. The wife loses her husband, and instead of moving on, she grows a new one, and that's like part of it. I remember so, this from the good season. Yeah, so it's kind of like an, <laughs> and she's like, it's like if someone were to lose a loved one, and then like, is there anything to stop them from just getting addicted and living in the past instead of moving forward and accepting the loss? You know what I'm saying? Well, would mm. I, mm. as a, as a, as as a participant in your memory need to consent to you sharing that memory with others or even reliving that memory in general. Like I presume there would a... have to be some area of consent. Given. Or would it just be consent to being so recorded? I guess that's you, the bit we haven't gotten to. You in like a we... memory and every, there's like a couple of people who just blurt out because they never gave consent to be in the memory. It's like, that makes sense. Like to someone, but I don't uh, know who they are. Yeah. They're just all pixelated. That makes sense. No, it's like that Doctor Who episode where they steal the face. Oh, no, that would be... That's awful. <laughs> Definitely don't want that. Please, give me an option for pixelation. I don't want creepy blank face people walking around. Yeah, that's that's not ideal, is it? No, it's not. Uh, sorry I said that. That was a bit too spooky, too far, too real. Is there a time limit on memories? Here's, time here's, limit. Okay. Here's my worry, mm. is 
you know, that you'd be like, oh, I wonder what it's like to live in some other time or whatever. And you, you, you pull all, you know, some, someone else's life in a different place, whatever. And you pull that memory and you, you start reliving it and you just don't ever stop. And you just, just so lose your identity. Or, I, I'm or, or would it just the, be more of like a, a, like a really intense version of the Sims? It's like, when I knock off today, I'm going to, I'm going to go home and I'm going to play as that guy from Argentina for a little bit. I'm going to go in his memory. I'm going to play his life for a little bit. And then I'm going to go have dinner and then I might jump on after and play some more. Like a video I'm imagining, I'm, I'm picturing that terrible Bruce Willis vehicle surrogates where <laughs> they just sort of lived in these sort of avatars plugged in all day and yeah, never yeah. actually interacted with people in the real world. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to say, we have drawn a lot of comparisons, Alex. There's, there's many <laughs> things that, can, that your, your idea can be compared to. Um, a lot of them futuristic or like cyberpunkian. Yeah. I don't know. Just That's something to be vibe. aware of. Um, yeah, thank I you. Think the, uh, you know, this happens though. Science fiction becomes science fact when a a bright young innovator decides to, you know, maybe break some moral and ethical conventions, but you know, yep, push forward right. the the line of progress. So let's before we get into marketing. So phase one, right? There's always mm-hmm. a phase one, mm-hmm. and that would be select people signing up and recording yes. their memories, and then mm-hmm. and then and- we fine tune i don't know let me let me be clear like you wouldn't be recording every single memory that you ever have like that that wouldn't be the case so you, choose... you would select yeah. which memories to keep so it's not like constantly recording that's that's cool. right i, I like know. that yeah it's like you yeah. it's kind of it is like you use the wedding example and it was kind of shit but also like <laughs> i we you're not constantly recording you don't have you but we hired a photographer we hired a memory person to come and mm. mem- memorize this for us. That's got, we're going to call it memorizing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because I yeah. think I guess I guess there's some technical implications of of how far this technology can go. Um, obviously, we're not at the point where you'd be able to extract past memories from someone. I guess that's no. probably where we want the technology to go. But we're not from quite DNA. at that whole. Put your wand against your temple and pull out the weird memory jids and no. put it into a bowl. And don't ever say that phrase again. But <laughs> what phrase? Bowl? No, no, no. You know. I what think phrase, I think it, the phrase was memory jizz. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Have you seen Harry Potter? And I, I don't will, know how I will, else to describe. I'm going to bookmark that for when we get to names. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so you need someone to come out with like some sort of like 3D 360 camera technology to capture the memory. And then I guess that means that there is like an extent to how far you can actually travel in here. Of course. Yeah. You know, this is akin to a, a virtual reality real estate tour or something. There is a, there is a, the the world has an end point. The (laughs) world, there's a, there's, there's, you know, an actual edge of the, the game field, I guess, isn't there? Yeah. And that's how you would um, get out of the memory too. You would go to the edge and jump right off. Oh, okay, so for your right, wonderful right. cliffside wedding, <laughs> this is this is what you do. You're just staring out at the ocean. You're like, you know what, man? This really is feeling like Inception. <laughs> you have to it's fall like, in order to wake up. Yeah. Let's put our heads on some train tracks <laughs> and go home. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant that there would be a barrier to the world, and once you approach the barrier, if you cross the threshold, that would end. 
that makes sense. I guess. I I mean, I get. I was thinking in the first in in the first sort of um, version of this, there would be a simple action that you could do to get yourself out of the um the world, which would probably just be taking off the goggles. Um, yeah, listen, it's probably this something too, you this could too. do. So uh, this is something that always confused me in like movies. So this is assuming in the VR world you can interact with things. You for the for all intents and purposes, you are in the world. You yes, are at, okay. And then, and then it's like, how how do they transition from like I'm holding a wine glass that doesn't exist to I'm not wearing a helmet, but I'm gonna reach up and pull like it's I don't know that I always found that weird. Don't know if it really, but yeah, yeah, because well, that's a fair point. Like if you're the goggles, wouldn't you? Yeah, depends I don't how know. immersive they never really specify how immersive the technology is or like at what point their actions are real and it's weird. Because I guess, like, with current VR, you've got to have a space that's a predefined size and you're, like, actually walking around in that space and pretending to pick stuff up yeah. and you've got controllers in your hands. But in some sort of future VR, you you, you might be able to just, like, read brainwaves yeah. and you just have to think about picking something. So you wouldn't actually have to be physically moving. But you also you know? have, like, those, like, the kind of in-between there is those omni... Um walking machines that like you can walk you won't go anywhere yes but you can walk in any direction you change it's like an yeah omni treadmill yeah. that's kind but of you're still have. physically moving i guess yeah. so that's like the in-between of those two mm. so mm. you go to a facility you're one given, of memory uh, inks uh, one of memory facilities. inks things they they put some vr goggles on you and like an ekg reader thing and you're given a powerful uh paralytic so you don't move you're lying down but then you can pretend like you, you can do the actions of moving. You actually won't move, but the brainwave scanner will pick that up. And then you can then interact with the environment. And so, then perhaps you would need to jump off the edge of the cliff or so whatever are you in saying order to get out. For, as a wider, so this is not like this to, to, to kind of like wall off the garden. It's like, this is not readily accessible. It's like to, you have to constantly go through memory. Ink. It's like, you want to, we record it for you. You want to relive it. You've got to come to us. We That's don't right. like you. Don't buy this stuff and live it at home. It's like th- we offer a experience, like an escape room or a break room. Like we recorded that thing, and you, it is free to use whenever you want. But you got to come into one of our facilities and use. But it. maybe that- maybe there's both. Like maybe you can get the full experience if you go to a facility. But maybe we sell like a lower cost memory jizz well, go. That yeah, it's just a VR headset. So I think that would be that. So the the distinction there is like if you were to do it at home, you are a passive observer. But we offer right. the, mm. the ability, if you would like to interact in that memory further, you have to come to Memory Inc. Maybe that's um, like the dark side of the thing. It's like, you know, we, we, um, we, you know, there are these consumer devices that's like, oh, yeah, relive your memories and haha, it's all fun. But then there's some real dark stuff going behind the whole, you know, we can test out different situations and how people will react and the act of recording the memories and, and maybe the um the VR headsets are recording the brainwaves so that you can simulate exactly how a person would think. Yeah. So each person that buys one of our consumer units becomes an agent in our you know industrial testing facility and you can run military simulations with real people and see what uh, would actually happen. Like you could put people into like, it's like, oh, we recorded a crazy situation where we use that in training purposes now it's like we just reuse that memory and we see how they they handle it yes there is a dark underbelly to all of this which i wasn't going to go there dom but you went there so yes it's important for the format that we we tackle every possible aspect of the pictures presented Mm. especially the dark ones (laughs) um (laughs) 
Just playing with the Skype emojis. Uh, the convenience of the virtual tent, Morgan's able to send thumbs up to us that you guys at home can't hear. <laughs> We're in the dark part, and I know I've already mentioned it, but like, think of the data we're going to collect. Think yes. Think of the data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do yep. we do with that data? How do we protect that data? And that's what protect. It, it's, it's modern. Yeah, protect. I was thinking our own sell. Per- well, we protect it so that we sell can... Sell access to. Yeah. Mm. Difference. Well, I mean, first of all, we probably shouldn't host all the people's memories in the cloud. No. We should probably have a our memory, own cloud. A memory leak is a, the last thing that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we will have our own underground facility. Yeah, so underground, of course. Yeah, because there's this whole world of like celebrity sex tapes, and then if that if you're like harvesting celebrity oh memories, like that's God. Could you imagine the black market for that? <laughs> I yeah. didn't even think of that, Morgan. It just okay. I thought of a nice, you know. Relive positive memories from your own life and maybe share that with friends. Yeah, and you've well, just gone down that rabbit that's hole. That's how this podcast works. A, a person comes with their naive idea <laughs> and we, we impose it into the real world and we show exactly. you exactly how and what it's going to be used for. And, uh, and we decide whether that's going to make us money or not. And then we go from there. And look, yeah. early on, we failed. Early on, we didn't consider all of the consequences of a product. We put it out there into the world and now we're being sued. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to push forwards. <laughs> It's like the ultimate and social network. Out all the well, issues without... See, the problem with the product that shall not be named is it didn't collect data that we could then use to blackmail the people uh, suing us. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one, all the power. We have all the power. Speaking of power, how much power will this oh, yes, system cost to run? Like Battery mm. life, um, charging capabilities. What are we, what are we get, thinking? I want to get into the real details of this equipment. Yes. Does it run on double A's? Or does it have a rechargeable battery? What's the USB-C aspect ratio? or USB MIDI? It's a mini, of course. Um, a mini? Wow. Yeah. Not even US, not USB-C yet. No, we're gonna not release, even. No. We're going to release we're gonna an out-of-date product. That's right. Because uh, if you can do it now, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, All right. Okay. Fair enough. Mini <laughs> USB. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know about it. I presume it would have some sort of renewable battery type thing. We could go the real eco thing on it and go... It runs on used deep fryer oil. I like it. <laughs> that's right. That's right, yeah. Because that's just, that's just sitting there. No one's using that. And we'll just take it all off your hands and uh, steal your this, memories. It's <laughs> like 20 litre container of chip oil on your top of your head. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a diesel engine. <laughs> Powering Smoke. your VR headset to look at memories. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, very cyberpunk, isn't it? Uh. It's very. So we should lean into the cyberpunk. So perhaps we should we should start to talk about branding and things. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do like the cyberpunk aesthetic. Maybe these headsets should look real cyberpunk. So like spikes yeah. and studs, especially and especially since we've and... got this theme of like going back and and reliving memories and changing things and alternate histories. Like maybe we do go with this real steampunk sort of aesthetic. Mm, I like it. I like it. It um. So it's brass, it's yes. fully brass and leather. <laughs> of course. When I mocked up the logo, I hadn't uh, come to the cyberpunk uh, aesthetic. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you did have a logo, yes. Yes, I did. Are I'll, you ready uh, to reveal the logo? Listen, I'm putting the me back in memory. Um, that's what I'm just saying now. Interesting. Memory. So, me- <laughs> memory. 
Yes, because this whole thing is a it's meme now. Uh, let, <laughs> let me just uh, share it with you guys. Ooh, Can you see that? Very I swish. like that. So you've got this sort of coil wrapping around yeah. with the M, and the white negative space is like the projector projecting the reality, and then you can have different copies of it in the E. Very nice. So I like it. Listeners, this, this uh, logo will be available on our Instagram uh, if you would like to go and check it out. Uh, whether or not we end up going with it, it is nice to look at. Of course. I'm all about the pretty <laughs> the prettiness of it. I like it. I like it a lot. Slick, elegant, but not at all cyberpunk. Yeah. So you're just so along with this logo, you are suggesting that that the product is just called me. Me. Yeah. Because it's me. all about you. It's me. all about me. It's all about me. Leading into I mean, the narcissism of this day. It's all about age. them, really. It's all about them and their data. Nah, nah. Me and my data. <laughs> me and my data. <laughs> my memories. Because it gives the illusion that they're actually controlling the data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I think, yeah, I think I'm ha- like, if we were to go down the path we are currently going, I like the logo. Maybe the color sh- oh. scheme could be like e- played with a little bit Everything's to give more open. of a vibe. Make it maybe a bit like a wood and like and ooh, give it texture ooh, instead of color. Yes, yes, yeah, I like that. We could even go brass. That's quite easy yeah. to go brass on that. I'll take your word for it, Alex. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice brass. Uh, yeah. I do like it. I think it's clean and civil and modern, and it's exactly the sort of inoffensive logo you'd expect from a, a tech company. That's um, right. That's what that I was has going a dark for. past and future. Don't be evil. <laughs> uh. You know, it, 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 this is a, a logo that I would trust with my memories. That's right. That's, that's what I was going for. That sort of, you know, medicinal mm. sort of vibe a little bit like, you know. Yeah. Me. Me. Memories you can trust. Yes. Yes, I like the tagline. Now Memories we're talking. Trust. Oh, yeah. yes. I like it. Mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. We, we say that we're doing memories. We say you can trust us. Both of Get. those things are... Important. Important. <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> and... true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. So, what do you guys think? I'm looking for... Is this like the Shark Tank section of the uh, pitch? Or I'm looking for no, money from you too. No, we tell you we tell you whether we're going to take it or yeah, not, basically, oh, yeah, and how yeah. much we're willing to put into it. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I think the thing I like about this is that it's a concept that we can start with with the technology available today. You know, we send out a dude with a 360 VR camera and we get some, you know, HTC Vives, and then we, as we, you know, the the dollars and the VC funding, you know, falls Boom. in. We, we start to develop the sort of mind-reading technology that would allow us to just extract a memory and then implant it into another person. Mm. And I think certainly the military applications, initially for training and later for espionage, are um, a, a, a real positive for this yeah. kind of business. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get those sweet government contracts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta, you got you to gotta make a splash and then you get the government contract, so... Focus on the splash and then get the cash. I think it's a really, I, I think, I, and I think, you know, more than anything, just that the ability that we have to execute on this today and then build on it tomorrow is something I'm really excited about. Yeah. Guys, I just, that future I, was, I was inspired. Here's, so this is, this is my pitch for an ad. All right. Oh, okay. So okay. it's a, it's a lovely couple. They've just come back from their honeymoon and the person's like, um, they've, they've got a visitor and it's like, oh, like, oh yeah, like, yeah, the, the wedding was great. All the, um, 
we'll just say photographs for now. They, they turned out great. It's like, uh, it's like, oh, can I can I look at them? And then they walk over the coffee table. They open a drawer, and where you think a photo album is going to be, it's the it's the headset, and it says me on it. And that's I think that like along those lines, like you you tap into these moments where it's like coming together, sharing a photograph, looking through an album, but it's like it's me, yeah, us, yeah, yeah, powerful. It's mm. or, it's like it's like someone's mum. Was like if you really want to tug on the heartstrings, someone's mum was sick and couldn't make the destination wedding. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so you but but she's like, Oh, I would have loved to have been there. And it's like, you can be. Yeah. With Do you have any me. photos? We we've we've got better. With the then, the memory what are we calling it? Yeah. Memory Incorporated. Memory Incorporated. Memory Incorporated. All right. Shortened to me for short. Me. We've got me memories. All right. Also with marketing, mm. there's definitely like the whole like wish you were here vibe. Definitely like with postcards. Definitely something we could do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With that. Wish you were here. Now you can or something. I don't know. Send it to your enemies, you know. Wish, wish you were me here, was here. And then it's locked and they can't access. And it's like, ha, huh, I win now. Uh no. <laughs> it's just just send them a passcode protected memory. That's <laughs> it's right. like, I will say psych. Alex, you've tapped into something because, like, I keep thinking of ideas like, what if you could write stories and make an entertainment business? What if you're a kid who missed a day of school and you just relive there the lesson? There you go, like, yes. There's just so many applications, some good, some bad, <laughs> but I, I think you're really onto something here. And and now I'm going to clarify by saying, I think we're really onto something. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, this yes. Our idea. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Alex. It's that time in the show where Dom reads out the. <laughs> the unspoken As contract. you know. No, it's definitely spoken. It's just unwritten. <laughs> should probably write it down because kind of try and remember all the details every time. But thank you for your pitch. It has been accepted. As you know, all pitches on the program do become the property of us. Uh, you will still be liable for all uh, faults at the idea and included in the development going forwards. But um, thank you for giving up all of your IP to us. Also, listeners, this is a, a show where we come up with uh, a great ideas, but it is certainly not a show where we give those ideas to you. So thank you for coming on <laughs> this journey with us, but unfortunately you can come no further. It is our idea. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, listeners. We will take it now. It's That's my basically the gist of the legal agreement. <laughs> it's my ticket out of the tent, so anything... Get out of my tent that I'm living in right now. <laughs> Once you're in the tent, you can't leave until you've relinquished your IP. That's, That's basically right. how it works. <laughs> well, uh, with that, welcome back to the fold, Alex. We embrace you with open arms. Also, you agreed to drop some legal stuff by appearing on the show again. <laughs> so thank you very much for that. Thank you. Um, and we look forward to many more ideas to come from you. Um, and Dom, thank you for joining us today. Of course. Thank you for, I know I'm very trusting and I, I'm always about giving second chances, but I had to have a long, long convincing discussion with Dom to get him to back in the same room in inverted commas with you. Yes. Virtual room. Virtual you, tent. But, uh, mm. yeah, I think we, we came together and we've made something truly, truly scary, but also promising. <laughs> I love, like most, like our best ideas, it is something that is innocent on the surface and deeply harrowing underneath. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, guys, we could relive the memory of filming this podcast uh, together. Isn't that nice? Why would we, why what? would we want to We've got to memorise it right here now. <laughs> what?
<laughs> but I will also say Dom really hit the nail on the head with this show. It is innocent on the surface, but it's <laughs> deeply harrowing underneath. Um, and with that, uh, thank you for pushing through that innocence, getting to the harrowing part, listeners. Uh, we will be back again in a month with another pitch. Um, also, you know, still appealing if if you want to send us an email or chat to us on social media. And like, you have an idea you would like us, like we might do an audience pitch towards the end. Like if you have ideas, mm-hmm. we can give you some pointers and direction. Yeah. I mean, um, this so yeah. real opportunity for someone to, you know, come in here with, with a, an idea that they want to turn into something real, um, have it developed and, and have it put under real world scrutiny and then have it taken away from you at the last moment as you are. Yeah. Kicked out of the tent. Still idealist. make money though. You still get a little bit of money. Still get a little bit That's of money. That's how we get away with a little it. Bit of That's money. how we legally get away That's with it. That's all I need. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> uh, until next time, thank you, Alex. Thank you, Dom. Of course. Thank you, audience. Thank you. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.